Welcome back to Nurses Happy Hour with your co-hosts, Kristen and Jessica. I always say Hello. your name first. I don't know why. <laughs> Just rolls off the tongue better that way, I guess. <laughs> this Hello, week. Everyone. Yeah, we're all over the place, as per usual. <laughs> uh, this week's episode, uh, we figured we'd dive into some interview questions and kind of how to prepare for uh, your first job or maybe a change in job that you're looking for. So we kind of came up with some things. I don't know. How would you describe it, Kristen? Some things that we... Yeah, some like how to prepare some tips and common questions that we have seen in our interview experiences. So it might resonate with some of you guys. It might be helpful, but we're going to try and keep it broad so that it can be helpful for all kinds of different positions that you might be applying for. Um, So yeah, just kick it off. Let's go. Let's dive right in. So we're going to kind of start off with like how we prepared for interviews. Um, That is probably one of the biggest, like the most important parts when it comes to interviews is like how you prepare for it. So big things that we noticed in like our own preparation is doing your research for the hospital. um, Mm -hmm. If you're new to the hospital or more specifically, if you're going to a specific unit, do your Mm -hmm. research on that unit. If you're going to be in cardiology, understand the cardiac aspect, understand what the floor is going to offer um, in that instinct. Um, also, also know what position, sorry, stuttered there, know what (laughs) position that you're applying for. So for example, with Kristen, she was applying, she was coming from, uh, a adult floor and it was going into pediatrics. So Mm -hmm. she had to do like, you would have had to do a lot more research when it comes to how you would address questions and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. Just like be very familiar with the type of nursing that you would be doing on that unit specifically. And then the other thing was that I always found helpful was requesting a shadow day. So you actually know what the unit looks like and if it's the type of nursing that you want to be doing. So when Mm -hmm. I moved to the ICU, I actually did a shadow day, which I brought up in my interview. And that does help because that makes it look like you do really care and you're, you're not just like applying because it's available. It's available. Exactly. It's because you want to do it. So it just kind of gives you that step up, I find. Mm -hmm. Now, I have a question, Jess. When you did that, when you requested a shadow day, did you work that out with your current manager to do it on a day you were supposed to be working or did you come in on your day off to do that? That's actually a good question. I actually had to come in on my day off. Like they don't Mm -hmm. pay you for those shadow days. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that is tough because you're essentially working for free because if you're like me, you're or I don't want to say if you're like me, but I'm very She's a hard worker. <laughs> no, like I'm, I'm a hands-on. hard worker, everybody. And no. I just wouldn't want to like show For up sure. to a unit. No, I'd be the same way. Yeah, I just wouldn't yeah. want to show up to a unit and be like, I'm just watching today. Like if yeah. I can do a gluc, I'm going to do a gluc. There's probably sure. very limited things that I could have done that day, but I mm-hmm. still you're going in there and you're working for free essentially. So did you do the full 12 hours? No. Oh no. I was like, whoa, you are a saint. (laughs) No, I told she wanted me to, and that's fine. Like I would have, but I was like, honestly, let's just do four hours. (laughs) Let's just do four hours. No, I did. (laughs) I did do eight hours. 
Okay. It's whatever, but you can choose. You do get that option because you are coming in on your free time. So, and most managers are so pumped just to have an extra set of hands on the floor. For sure. So they love having people coming in. And I feel like too, like obviously that shows initiative. They're also Mm -hmm. able to know a little bit about your work ethic and kind of if you would fit in with a team kind of while you're shadowing, which is nice. I've actually never done that, but if I change positions anytime, I do plan to do that because that's such a good tip. Yeah. Um, another way that you can prepare is, and this is something that really helped me, was actually to prep some expected interview questions and then what, how you would answer them. So make sure that you're not actually just writing it down and reading over it. Actually rehearse your answers to someone and respond like you would to the people interviewing you. So you want to make it as real as possible so that you go in and you kind of have an idea of things that you would say if you're given certain questions. Um, That's so true. Did you, Kristen, did you ever get like someone to ask those questions to you? Yes. Like, yeah, just to actually Mm -hmm. rehearse it. Yeah. Yeah, I I would be like driving around and I'd be like, (sighs) think of like how I would respond to a question. So yeah, no, I got um, Corbin to pretty much interview me prior to my interview. And that was the first time that I've done that because I remember for our new grad um, positions, that was such a different vibe because we were all interviewing kind of like in bulk and we were kind of sharing like questions with everybody and like, this is what I got. This is who was there interviewing me. Um, Whereas this interview was only me doing it. So I felt like the pressure was on and I needed to be really prepared. Yeah. Um, And even the morning of my interview, I think my interview was like 3 p.m. And the morning of, I woke up early and I was like, hey, Corbin, you're interviewing me because I need to be prepared. And then like at noon, I shut it down, got ready. Even though my interview was on Zoom, I like like put a blazer on and like tried to look <laughs> presentable because you have to be in the right headspace too. And that's 100%. kind of another thing to prepare, like build yourself up, look good, feel good, in my opinion. So no, that's that's kind of what I did too. Yeah. You want to go in there like you're selling yourself. You're, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So be all the extra that you need to be in order to do whatever steps it's going to take for you to have that confidence to be like, I deserve this job. So right. Because I felt like I wanted to present myself the best way I could, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that was honestly what majorly helped me when I'm when I applied to the job I'm currently at is just that interview style question, because even if you're not going to get those specific questions, you will have practiced it enough that you can kind of pull some pieces that you found were like really key that you wanted to get across um, into your answers in your interview. So yeah, I found that helpful. Um, So that's kind of what we had for preparing for the interview. And what to expect in the interview is going to be different for every unit, every hospital, every location. But typically, there's about two to three interviewees in the interview. Um, These can be different people, but usually your manager will be there. Um, In my case, there was a clinical resource um, person. And then I believe one of the like more senior charge nurses was also in my interview. Yeah, which was interesting. And they all kind of um, rotated questions. Yeah. So some of them were definitely more like warm, (laughs) it seemed, than others, which was good because 
that's the reality of your your job. You work with all kinds of different people and you need to be able to stand your ground. So um, yeah, there was three people in my interview and that was actually my second interview. So for the job I'm currently at, I had my initial interview was HR, which was more general questions. And then the specific uh, unit had their own interview as well, which again will be different for whatever job, but just know if you're applying to a job that you might have to go through multiple rounds of interviews before you get hired. And I mean, if you're going in, we should probably bring this up too, Kristen. If we're going into a position like as a graduate nurse, yeah, everything is so broad because most mm-hmm. times you're not applying to specific units as a grad nurse. I don't know if that's different in different provinces, but yeah. I know in New Brunswick, you pretty much apply for a pod and then yes. or you apply to the hospital. You yes. know what I mean? And that, like, that was the same for Nova Scotia too. I remember that actually. Good point. Yeah. So like... In those instances, like we're going to get into like common questions, but in those instances, you want to be more broad. Like it's not like you're going to be looking nursing specific. You're going to be looking at like safety, Mm -hmm. like patient safety, your safety, those types of questions. Yes. Competence. Yeah. Competence. Yeah. Yeah. Showing that you, you have skills that are transferable to a lot of different places. You're safe. You have like a beginner's foundation because they're not expecting you to know advanced things but you need to be able to know the foundations of nursing and like what you learned in school and be able to apply it to that new grad position um yeah so after you meet the people in your initial interview they will go through and they will say the questions and usually give you time to determine your answer so we're going to go through just some common trends and questions that we've had Mm -hmm. in our interviews and yeah so, like, the first one that you're guaranteed to get is tell me about yourself and why do you want to work on that specific unit? So, this is your opportunity to completely sell yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you bring up all the good, all the bad. You be as authentic as possible. That's what they're looking for. People can – these people, like, they do interviews all the time. They can read people like nobody else. So, making sure that you're not – like, just be yourself. That's my biggest. Mm-hmm. Just be yourself. Be confident in what you're saying. If you don't know it, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then know why you want to work there. So if mm-hmm. you don't know why you want to work there, um, then maybe this isn't the job for you. For yeah. I'll give you an example. Like, when I went into my interview for the ICU, my big thing was, like, I felt like I wasn't using my knowledge that I had gotten from nursing school. Like, I felt like I was lacking in that. So I was Mm -hmm. like, my big thing for wanting to go into the ICU is it's going to push me outside my comfort zone, but in a, in a more controlled manner, I could have went to a surgical floor, but Mm -hmm. I felt like it's so chaotic. Like you just, there's, there is like not organized chaos. I find the Mm -hmm. ICU was a little bit more organized is what it appeared when I did my shadow day. So bring that up in the interview and state that because that's what they want to hear. So I felt like that helped honestly brought a lot of dialogue between me and the interviewers because it got them asking me questions about like my experience when I did my shadow day or like, yeah, like why I felt I was lacking knowledge on other floors, like just kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah. When you say that you meant like lacking applying, like application of the knowledge, not that you had, you didn't have it. You just 
didn't have the opportunity yeah to apply it which is like there's so many things that I've done since being in the ICU that I'm like I haven't done this once since starting my -hmm. nursing career which is crazy like these are simple skills that it's not even skills but even like knowledge like stuff that like you just don't use all the time so then Mm -hmm. like it takes a refresher it takes like the policy looking up for you Mm -hmm. to be like oh yeah like that's that makes sense kind of thing yeah I just felt yeah that's good (laughs) I'm I feel like that shadow shift has been key and I have I've never done that but I'm yeah if I switch careers or whatever positions I will definitely do that um also something that they're gonna ask they might not ask it straight up like tell me this but they will incorporate it somehow is your weaknesses and your strengths so um I'll cover weaknesses first because I feel like that's something that people are always like oh my god I don't want to say anything bad about myself (laughs) which is true like you really don't so make sure when they're asking you about your weakness or something that you're struggling with that it's something that you can also tie in a way that you've been actively working on it so or a way that you have plans to work on it, or a lesson that you've learned through that area of opportunity. So for example, I actually said this in my interview as well, is that I take a lot of ownership over the care of my patients. So I do have a difficult time sometimes delegating to others, um, which shows that, you know, not being able to delegate is a weakness because you, like nursing is team nursing. You Mm -hmm. You can't make it through your day without delegating something to somebody. But saying that I take a lot of ownership also shows that I really care about my patients. I take a lot of pride and... um, You turned something that could have been seen as a negative thing and turned it positive. Yeah, Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So instead of just being like, I don't delegate well, say, form the sentence in a way that shows a strength in the same kind of like a sandwich effect (laughs) that makes sense um Um, maybe you maybe you should start a podcast on interview questions you think yeah form formulating them I think you could do that I'm like hey bye Jess (laughs) see you on the flip side (laughs) no um bit of slice yeah and then strengths is I mean self-explanatory but you really just want to highlight really what you excel at and why that's going to benefit them because there's tons of nurses I'm sure whatever job you're applying for there's lots of people applying for it maybe there isn't but regardless you want to highlight why you are the person for the job so strengths could be and people like specific answers as well so if you can provide an example of how your strengths had a positive outcome in clinical or a previous job that's gonna go farther than just saying like I'm really good at time management if you can Mm -hmm. say you know we were short-staffed one day I had this large patient assignment I was still able to help out my coworker with a blood transfusion I think that my one of my strengths is being good at time management do you know what I mean like being able to provide examples instead of just giving straightforward answers. And that will also open up more dialogue in your interview as well. So yeah. Yeah. And dialogue is good. Mm -hmm. I think if the more dialogue, the more you can build that rapport with the interviewees, interviewees. Yeah. Yeah. Then you're like, you're coasting. Like that's good. Yeah. Um, Another thing you're guaranteed are going to get is scenario questions. 
Mm-hmm. So they're going to normally ask you questions based off of the specific unit. So if you're in pediatrics, they're going to ask you questions on pediatrics. So ask friends or if you're not in pediatrics, if you're not in cardiac, if you're not in ortho, if you're not in surgical, ask your friends that you know um, that are in those areas about Mm -hmm. maybe common things that they see on the floor, how they, if you don't know the answer, look it up. Mm -hmm. Um, You're not going to know, like when I went into my interview, I was applying for a surgical ICU. So they spoke about a lot of surgeries and they brought up this one surgery and I literally just looked at them and I was like, I honestly can't even tell you what this surgery is. And Mm -hmm. they were like, we appreciate the fact that you're taking ownership in that alone. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're being honest in the fact that you don't know what the surgery is. So they told me what the surgery is. And then based off of what they said, I was able to answer the question of how to care for that patient or what to expect from that patient. So yeah. They do ask a lot of questions on like how you would care for a patient. Um, what would you expect if a complication were to arise? Those types mm-hmm. of questions. Um, we also do a lot of um, like uh, ordering, mm-hmm. like in which order would you do these, yeah. s- these things? Uh, big ones are like blood transfusions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get a blood transfusion reaction. How would you address it? I actually had one of those in my interview, my interview as well. So yeah, so that's a very a common, common one. one. Yeah. Um, so just be very specific um, or be very aware of the type of nursing that you're applying for. And then look online. There's always yeah. great resources online too for uh, specific scenario-based questions that even to help you formulate how you're going to go about the the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other than that, like you're also going to see a lot of questions. Well, not a lot. They'll definitely ask you one question on conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to want to know how you've handled a conflict within a workplace. It yeah. doesn't always have to be within nursing. It can be a previous job and how you address the situation. Or if you don't have any that you can think of, even bringing up how you would address the situation. Like, you know what I mean? So, um, and then another one that I noticed in my two interviews was uh, handling, like, how you would handle a difficult patient Mm -hmm. or, like, a patient that uh, was betrayed as difficult by a previous coworker. How Mm -hmm. would you handle the situation once you went into the care of the patient? Mm -hmm. So just keep in mind, you make your own opinions of of your patients, of your care. So just because a patient is considered difficult to one person, yeah, you we don't know the whole story. So never go into that situation because patients, whether they dementia is a hard one because mm-hmm. they it is unpredictable. But at the same time, they read people so well. So if you go in with your guns loaded, like because they're considered a difficult patient, they can read that. Like they're going to sure. get that that vibe. So just be very open-minded in that, in your questions too, that yeah. don't, and you I don't feel have like, to take everybody's opinions of yeah. your patients. And I feel like own. we've had, we've had, um, similar experiences when we like both worked at the nursing home too, yeah. that people would say that's a specifically or like extremely difficult patient or combative patient. And we would have no issues with them at all because if you, regardless of their condition, usually if you treat someone with respect and dignity, they're going to appreciate that and treat you accordingly. Of course, not always, but you're better off 
trying. <laughs> you're trying, better off yeah. trying because you're usually going to have a better experience as a nurse and develop a better relationship with them because of that. Yep. Um, 100%. Yeah. And the conflict that is going to be in every goddamn interview you ever have, no doubt, because it's so nursing important. or not nursing. It doesn't even so matter important. always. For sure. And I feel like managers too are looking for someone that's not going to be like, especially if it's between coworkers, mm-hmm. they're looking for someone that's not going to go right to the manager right away. Yeah. They're looking for you to be able to have the confidence and skills to figure it out amongst yourselves if it's minor, um, yeah. usually, because you can't just run to your manager for every every conflict that you have no and it's hard and I think nursing is one of I don't want to say maybe it is or it isn't but you do see a lot of conflict Mm -hmm. in nursing because you have so many people that are so passionate about what they're doing Mm -hmm. that and everybody takes like you said Kristen you take great pride everybody takes pride in their work so yeah when things don't go their way it gets catty like it does and it's just you need to realize that we're we're professionals Mm -hmm. And how are you going to handle that situation in a professional manner? So, and that can be between different professions too. Mm -hmm. Like I've, I've definitely had experiences with doctors or NPs before where the conversation wasn't a respectful one. And like there had to be follow-up conversations of, you know, apologies. Yeah. (laughs) And and don't be afraid to tell them that you're not going to be, spoken to like that because we're all human so you saying that in an interview yeah only shows your strength and your confidence within yourself yeah so and sometimes that confidence you have to fake it yeah (laughs) you really have it (laughs) yeah cry in the bathroom later if you need to yeah but in that moment take charge it's your moment yeah for sure it's your moment it's your moment (laughs) it's your moment to shine girl um another question I'm not sure if this this is in every single interview but Something of the sort of where do you see yourself in five years or talking about what your professional goals in nursing or healthcare are. Um, I think that is usually in some form in an interview. It was in mine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think this is a really good opportunity. Like how I perceive this question is not to say that you're going to up and leave in the next three to six months. They want someone who is going to build a career or a future Mm -hmm within that unit or hospital. So when I was preparing for my most recent interview, I looked up online my hospital and what kind of opportunities they have for their employees. So one of the things that they offer is like a continuing education fund. Um, So I actually said that I plan to utilize that to further my education within the hospital that I'm at. And I said that in five years, I plan to be like a valued nurse on your team because I think they want to know that you want to grow with them. Yeah. And in in those situations too, Kristen, they're investing in you, right? Exactly. They want to know that. And whether things change or not, they want to know that when they're investing money into you for a program or a course that's going to accelerate your education, they want to know that you're going to stick around and like keep within the unit. So I had a very similar question to that. As yeah. Kristen. They almost were like, they actually in mine, because you need the critical care course, it's required for you to stay for two years. Yeah. After. I yeah. Mean. 
mm-hmm. life yeah, happens. I think that's, in I think some that's the same. But... I think that's the same with our continuing education fund. I haven't looked into it since I started, <laughs> but um, I plan to once I mentally <laughs> am ready to do some more schooling. But yeah. Um, so that's kind of the questions we have. Again, going to be different, but those are really good ones to start with if you have no idea where to start. And follow up is really, really important. That's kind of the next thing that we have. Just send a quick follow up email a few days after your interview to the people that interviewed you. If you have their specific emails and their names, all the better. And just thank them for their time. Can't wait to hear from you. Like very short and sweet, but it goes a long way to showing that you're professional and that you're really interested in the job and that it's not just like one of 10 that you're applying to. And yeah, it's just a good, it looks good on your part essentially. So that's, that's all for that. Just follow up. And if you don't get the position, I just wanted to add that try not to be down on yourself when I got this job, it was past the closing date and past the date that they told me um, I would be hired by. And then I got a phone call asking for the follow-up interview. So I had already in my head been like, I didn't get this job, but I didn't let it get to me. I just continued on my search. And regardless, every interview is such a good learning experience for you because I feel like you'll learn something different in every interview. Like, wow, I wish I didn't say that that way. Or I actually could have answered that question differently. And you can, as long as you're reflecting on your interviews, you're going to learn something from it. So better luck next time on to the next one. And that's another good point too. And we can actually add this in. We'll make this the segue to our (laughs) tips section. But um, when you're done an interview, you should reflect on it. You should write down things that went well and things that didn't because in that moment, everything is super fresh. <clears throat> when you go to another interview or you start to prepare for another interview in a year's time or even in a couple weeks time, you might not remember what you felt like didn't go well or did go well. So mm-hmm. write that stuff down right away so that way it stays fresh and that doesn't have to be like paragraphs, but just even pointers to be yeah. like, this is what I need to focus on the next time. Mm-hmm. Because every single time, you, like Kristen said, every single time you do in an interview, you're going to get better. Um, mm-hmm. And it is really fake it till you make it. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, that's the life motto that I live by. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah, so tips, big things that um, I would say to anybody going in an interview, um, it's okay not to know an answer. If you don't know an answer, be honest about it. Tell them that you don't know. They might be able to re frame the question or um they might even have another question don't you saying a wrong answer because you didn't know the answer looks worse than you being like no I don't know the answer but maybe in this situation based off of the information I do understand I would do this yeah you know what I mean yeah just be honest be open about it um Mm -hmm. if you don't understand the question you can get them to repeat it Mm -hmm. um they're not going to penalize you for that. Um, If you don't understand the question, they might be able to reword it for you. I've already said that, but um, keep these in the back of your pant pocket in case you need them. (laughs) That's not what I expected you to say there. (laughs) I don't think it was what I was expecting to say there either. Pant pocket specifically. (laughs) Just one pair of pants in one pocket. Um, Another thing, ask questions. Mm -hmm. Um, Questions, questions, questions. 
ask them, like interview them, like yeah, ma- build that rapport, yeah, get that conversation going, and always, 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 always go into your interview with questions for the manager to ask at the end. Yeah, um, it looks again, it's just that next step for you, um, where it looks like you've even if you didn't prepare. Mm-hmm. It looks like you've prepared, you've put a lot of time and effort and thought into it. Um, and they really do appreciate that. So it doesn't need to be a list of questions. It could be one or two questions that you are generally wondering about the unit or and whatever um, you the do, roles. Yeah, don't let it be. When can I expect to hear from you? That cannot be your only goddamn question. You are better no. than that. Yeah. <laughs> like have, that's a, that's that a good... is, that's not the question. No. No. I know but... you want to know. When you it can comes ask to, that yeah. if you want, but don't ask that as your only question. And don't ask that first. I would just like create a conversation like you said, Jess. Yeah. Ask some questions that are pertinent to your job or that you really want to know. For example, I asked um, what supports do they have for new nurses on their floor mm-hmm. because I was switching specialties totally. So I was out of my element and I wanted to know if I'm going to be supported, which is huge. And then I asked what the culture was like on the floor um, because that's huge for me. And I went from a job that I didn't feel like had the best culture. Um, So that was top of my priority of what I wanted in a new Mm -hmm. position. And then you can say, if you want, when can I expect to hear from you Mm -hmm. or whatever? Yeah. So I think that's really all that we've got for you guys. Um, We'd love to hear your feedback or like, even if maybe we'll do a poll this week, Kristen, and we'll, we'll get the viewers to kind of maybe send in some of their top interview questions and we'll share them. That might be fun Yeah, because I feel like everybody you're either going into interviews or um, Mm -hmm. it's something that we could always work on so it would yeah, be cool to did. hear what other people for sure and we did have like a few polls last week and so many of you guys responded with awesome topics and feedback yeah. for us which was really good but I think what I realized through your answers is that there's a lot of new grads um, or nursing students listening to this so that being said we hope this is helpful And especially if you guys are applying, I think this was around the time we started um, applying for jobs when we got out of school. I know no Brunswick. Well, no, UMB would be. But yeah, it depends on the school. But yeah. um, Yeah. And even if like once you get into the hospital, that's the main thing. Once you get in, then you can kind of go into the scope that you want to be in. Yeah, a little bit. And that's when the interviews are going to start happening. So mm-hmm. um, even if you've already got your job and you're already on a pod or whatever. Yeah. Reflect back on this maybe before you go into your next interview and you might just have a couple tips or something that might help you take mm-hmm. your interview to the next step kind of thing. For sure. That's awesome. Um, thank you guys so much for listening again. We did want to let you guys know that summer is here and we have some vacation coming up. Um, so we're trying to figure out the logistics of our podcast releases and recording with our schedules and work and vacation. So we won't be having an episode next week for sure. Um, we may possibly be back to you guys July 12th or the 19th. 
So stay tuned for that episode. Um, and we hope you guys can be patient with us throughout the summer as we try to navigate having a podcast while also trying to have a life. <laughs> so, um, that- That's it for this week. Thank you guys so much. And yeah, like Jess said, I think we'll have a podcast and you guys can let us know what your experiences with interviews and interview questions has been. If you haven't already, please like, subscribe, leave a review, Nurses Happy Hour on all listening platforms and follow us on Instagram at Nurses Happy Hour. We love to hear from you guys. So thank you again. And we're so excited. Woo. You guys. guys.